I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey guys. That was bald, but welcome back to Forward Farming. Welcome back to Forward Farming. I'm fine. Uh, This is great. This is going to be a great episode. (laughs) Wait, uh, <laughs> hey, you guys need to follow us on YouTube because if you like, I have a headband on, and so then you can't see my hair, and, and it, it kind just, of blends in with Gracie's, so it's just it's weird. It's it's weird. Okay, how are you doing? Very cute picture though. Great, I'm great. How are you? Never better. Um, I hope everybody's picking up on the sarcasm because. That's kind of how this episode's going to go. We're going to do a little ranting and raving and uh, let you know on our thoughts on uh, social media, what we're thinking right now and how we don't know how things are going to change going forward. Um, that, that was Sophia. That was yeah. Yeah. Hi, Sophia. Oh, she can hear you. <laughs> Push her out of the frame. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, before we get going, how, how was your week? It was good. It was busy. This was the first week that I picked up the kids like early. I know I talked about that. I think last week, I don't know. We didn't even record last week, weeks ago, whatever it was. Um, I picked them up, uh, early just to try and save, um, uh uh yeah so this is the first week that I picked them up early just to try to save a little bit of money on daycare and um we didn't even like I, I wanted to do fun things with them you know but it was such a busy week that that never even happened so we've got all summer it'll be fine but yeah um what else happened oh I had to take Jackson to the doctor again so okay two yeah ten ten days ago I guess or well, like two weeks old by now um he had his nine month appointment and when we went in they had told us that he had a double ear infection which I felt terrible for because I had no idea which uh, the more I say it the more people are like oh yeah that happened to me I just how do you know that now Joey is looking in the window he's not going wrong how do you you know how do you miss that your kid has an ear infection a double ear infection at that but um anyway so I was worried that his antibiotics weren't working because on day like nine of them, he just randomly spiked a fever and I had to pick him up from daycare and they had said like he was tugging at his right ear and the fever was gone within a matter of hours. So it was super strange. I emailed the doctor and I was just explained what had happened and she was like, yeah, you know, maybe bring them in to get them checked just in case the antibiotics didn't work. So I made an appointment for the next day and sure enough, he still had ear infections. So um, she gave us some steroids to try and she's like, yeah, just do them for like three days. And if the um, symptoms subside, then you can like stop. Otherwise do it for five days. And I kind of want to be like, but he doesn't have symptoms. Like, <laughs> I yeah. don't know if I... I don't know if it's working or not. Uh, so I don't know. Today is day four. 
and I did it. I figured since he doesn't have symptoms, I'm just going to do it for the five days, as she originally said. And I don't know, hope that it's better. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about with Porter, too, because like when he's tired, he just constantly tugs at his ears. So how am I supposed to know if he if he has like an ear infection or if he's just tired? Like, yeah, that's what I've like, been worried about. With Joe and Sophia, when they they both had a couple ear infections and when they had them, they had like 103 temperatures. Like you knew like, this, you know, when they had a high temperature like that, I just knew that they had an ear infection. So I'd go in So now Jackson. He's like doesn't even have a fever and like is sleeping all night like and I remember Sophia she the first time she had an ear infection she you couldn't lay her down she would not sleep like we ended up driving around in the car or in the truck for a little bit until she fell asleep and then I slept in the truck with her because like just being at that little bit of an incline you know yeah but Jackson was still sleeping great so I'm like ah I don't know man but he's just built he's still good yeah, he's still in good spirits, and I think I go back with Joe has a doctor appointment in June sometimes, so I'll probably just take Jackson with, and then just be like, "Hey, can you peek at his ears? Make sure that went away." Because I just don't want to have like any long term effects if the infection ever goes away. But mm-hmm. do any of your kids have tubes in their ears? Did you ever have to do no. that? No, nope. So that's good. another thing. Like I don't know anything about that really, and. Sophia and Joe, I'd say both had maybe two or three ear infections. And this was Jackson's like, oh, I want to just say first because he's technically had been diagnosed like three times, but it was all kind of at the same time. So I don't know. Hopefully it goes away. And the bright side is that he's not like super cranky. So yeah, that makes it easier for you. Yeah. (laughs) Poor guy. Wild. Parenthood is weird. It is, I tell you. It it sure is. What about you? I don't think anything else very exciting happened. I mean, it was just a super busy week for me. I had like farmers market, had another beef event. Was that your first farmers market or your second? It was. Yep, it was the first one. So the one I did is just like a monthly one. Uh and it was the first month in May. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna be able to go to the June one because Joey and I will be in Nashville, which is kind of a bummer, but at the same time, we'll be in Nashville. Yeah. Um, And then I had a a girl I went to college with, a good friend. She put on a May Beef Month celebration. So she asked me to come to that and set the little table and stuff. So that was really cool. They had the, do you have like steak beads up by you? Um, Not too often. Okay. So they, the Cattlemen's Association had a steak feed. And then... Um, they had some tables set up like Wisconsin Beef Association was there uh, another local uh, meat people and then like Farm Bureau was there and Buck Tussle Wireless that's who she was for so it was it was a really cool event I like props to her for putting it together she worked really hard on it and it was a great turnout so good that was fun I was exhausted by Friday though I, I took a nap when my kids took a nap <laughs> yeah it was a week that's that's all I've got to say. It was a week for sure. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's Sunday. <laughs> Leave this one behind. You're starting it was, fresh. Yeah. I it was just so stressful. Like the whole thing with Porter falling. <laughs> that was on last Saturday. And then um like the formula shortage thing has gotten me stressed out. <laughs> Cause yeah. like he's he just turned nine months old. So he's eating more foods, but at the same time, like we still need like 
formula. He's still doing mostly formula like throughout the day. Um, and, uh, he's got a sensitive stomach, so he's got to have like a sensitive kind. Um, but then like you go to, like, I went to three, we have three stores in town. I went to all three and I found some at like at a grocery store and it was, I don't remember, remember what it was. It was like $21 for a 12 ounce can of like Gerber formula, which is insane. Yeah. I'm surprised they're allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the in, and then like everything is gone and so picked over and then you see stuff and you're like, well, I don't want to take it in case like there's a mom that like really, really desperately needs it. But at the same time, like I need it too. too. I'm not, I'm not trying to stockpile it by any means, but like within a couple of weeks, we're going to be out and we can't find any in town, which got me really, really, really kind of stressed. Um, but like I went to Walmart and like Walmart, they have like a whole, um, aisle almost. And it was completely picked over except for like the soy formula, formula, <laughs> which is kind of funny. And, um, like Similac, just like the, just like regular Similac formula. Um, everything else was gone. And I asked one of the stalkers, I'm like, do you guys know of like what, what your shipping days are like? Do you know if you're getting any more in anytime soon? She's like, no, she's like, I no. <laughs> So she's like, from what I'm hearing on the news, probably not for like another couple months at least. It's like, oh, that's great. Insane. Like it's it's just such a hopeless feeling, and that like I don't I don't know. I'm hoping um, we can get by with what we have. We're going. I'm taking Porter to the doctor for a checkup in a couple of weeks, so I'm hoping like they might have stuff, um, just like samples. But at this point, maybe they're running out too. I don't know. Um, but I did call uh, like our our nurses, our pediatric nurse, and I asked her if he could start drinking whole milk or like what alternatives or like where I could go to find stuff if she had any ideas. And she didn't really say anything on the whole milk thing for for him. She just kind of jumped to call your local WIC center, um, like your county WIC department. Um, so I called them and they pointed me to like the food sh- pantries. And again, it's like, I don't want to take from the people that really need it. But um, if, you, if you're really desperate, call your county WIC department. Um, they might have some extra resources for you too, or check your local food pantries. But um, yeah, uh, it's, it's stressful out there for the formula folks. Yeah, I know on one of our like local Facebook pages, people have been kind of like posting what they need and be like, Hey, if anyone sees this, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's just, there's none. We went to Sam's club yesterday and just to pick up some coolers. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to run in and see what they've got for formula. I just, I don't know. I assume Sam's club might have random formula. The, they had absolutely nothing besides uh, toddler formula, which I ended up getting. And it's, it's very similar to the formula that Jackson's on right now, like very similar. So I, but I feel comfortable doing that. I know that um, the American Association of Pediatrics or what, whatever that's Something. called, um, they said that, uh, you know, cow's milk is okay um, as a temporary replacement to formula, like if you can't find anything else. And we've already been mixing this formula with cow's milk. So I think 
I'm, I, I bought two things of that toddler formula. Um, and I think we'll just kind of keep mixing it until he's a year old, or I guess until mm-hmm. the formula runs out now because toddlers, <laughs> but, uh, that way, I mean, he eats really well, but that way I just know that he's getting like the right nutrients. Cause it's got, you know, all the minerals and nutrients that his regular formula has. So it's, it's wild. I feel so awful for people that, you know, their kid can only have a really special formula. Mm-hmm. There was one lady, it was like similar, something AR added rice maybe for like uh, babies with reflux problems. Oh, yeah. And she couldn't find it anywhere. And she was like out of it. And she's like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, obviously, if your baby has reflux issues and it's younger than six months and you don't want to give it like cow's milk or anything. So I just, I can't imagine. Yeah. I like, I'm, I, I feel so lucky that, that like I had Porter when I did, because if I would have had him earlier in the pandemic, I would have freaked out more. Like if I would have had him this year, I would like, <laughs> I'd be panicking so much. That's, uh, I can't, mm. it's scary. It's very scary. Yeah. And the fact that they're jacking the prices up for 12 ounces, like 21 bucks, that's absurd. That I feel like it's illegal. But I then heard, again, it's I don't like, know if it's true, but I heard that they're, they had a lot of pallets like down at the border. I don't know if that's true. I hope it's not true. But at the same time, I guess I don't, it wouldn't surprise me, but. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's change, let's change the topic before we get into that. Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah. um, what else do we want to bitch about today? <laughs> oh boy, do we have a lot. <laughs> so there, let's let's just let's just complain about Instagram for a while, shall we? Like I would love to, because this has been something that's been bugging me for a really long time, and I didn't really know how to like kind of pinpoint it until last week. And I texted you, and I I had you listen to a a, a podcast episode that I listened to, and I was. I just was like, yeah, this kind of sums it all up, but let's uh, put our own take on it. So what was it? It was like an Emma Chamberlain episode. Anything goes with Emma. And it was, it was a three-part thing. And I listened to all three. Mm -hmm. I thought they were all spot on. Yeah. Um, But it was a, it was a first part of her like three-part thing. It was, it was social media. Um, I, I mean, I agreed with, uh, 99.9% of it I'd say I think she, I I really liked her I've never listened to her before um I just I liked the way that she like spoke and stuff and like everything that she was saying and even I I binged her all day whatever day that was that I listened and all of her episodes I'm just like yes like oh my god I agree with you <laughs> yes so, queen go on <laughs> yes um so when you're done listening to us don't like turn it off right now because that would be rude but when you're done listening to us, um, go check out anything goes with Emma. What did you say her last name was? Chamberlain? Yeah, Emma Chamberlain. I feel so old because I feel like she's really popular with like the Gen Z's right now. So, oh, okay. So you guys maybe already listened to it. I don't know. But if you haven't, I'd go check it out after after we're done talking here. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically to kind of sum it up, she and we are going to talk about how how Instagram basically just isn't fun anymore, especially if you're like a quote unquote creator. Like I don't want to call ourselves that, but that's kind of what it is at this point and how the shift has gone from it being just like fun and original to just like 
I don't know, just everyone's copying everyone and just like the trends and how you have to keep up with the trends in order like, order to get views. And it's just so stale uh, throughout the everyone's board. Everyone's doing what Instagram wants them to do. They're like, it's, it sucks. oh, you have to make reels. Okay, everyone's going to make reels. Like, oh, you have to make videos now. Everyone's, you know, it's, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think reels is the start of the death of Instagram, at least for creators anyway, because now that they're starting to pay creators to create reels, it's like people are just pumping out content to make money off of it. And great. Like, I feel like that was something that we all kind of wanted to begin with, but now that it's more, um, in your face, it's becoming a lot of just the same old, same old thing. Like, Oh, here's a trending dance. Let me do it with no real message behind it. And like, I'm going to make money off of it. So it's like, for me anyway, Instagram was like an original, like creative outlet space for me. So I liked just taking pictures and writing like a caption about it. And now it's like in order to, and then you could just use hashtags or whatever, um, to get seen and noticed by different people. But now it's like, you need to like make multiple reels a day, whether it's relatable to you or not. Like if it, it's just, it just took away the originality of your creativity and it's just so forced now, at least for me, like maybe it's just because I follow like the same type of people and everyone's kind of in the same industries. So it's like all the same type of content. Yeah. You're like, I've, I literally just saw this. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I just saw this from someone else. How many other people can I see do the same thing before I log off the app? But like, I have my, my cranberry chats page and I have a, a private page too, like my personal page where it's just like all my like friends, <laughs> like, like normal friends, like my high school, college friends or whatever. And I don't get that. So maybe it's just like the way that my account is set up on Cranberry Chats where it's all just like so the same type of people. It's all creators that maybe that's why it's so stale. I don't know. But maybe if you have like a healthy mix of like normal people who don't care about making reels and that versus like the people that do, then it's maybe not so bad, but it's just, it sucks. It just puts so much pressure on like the creator to pump out content versus having like quality it's quantity over quality right now which I don't enjoy exactly That's, yeah that is oh oh <laughs> oh geez Hold on. okay so I put um cream cheese on the smoker and I gotta text Joey that it's done I saw you do that what are you gonna do with smoked cream cheese um, apparently it's just like a dip, like an hors d'oeuvre. You can put like crackers or pretzels, just dip them on in, try them out. Basically, I, I had a cream cheese that was almost expired and I've been wanting to try this. So I was like, oh, today sounds like a good day because I'm going to have a smoker going later for steak anyways. So I'm excited to try it. Um, <laughs> okay. Back to reels. Um, so the bonuses getting paid for it. I, I, I'm guilty of that. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've been getting bonus. Um, I want to say it started back in November, maybe. What? And you're starting November. I just started like last month. 
Yeah, I've had it for a while. Like I had it pretty much like when it first came out. And so at first I was all excited about it because I'm like, oh, heck yeah. Like I'll get paid to, to make reels. Um, and I, at the same time, was doing a 30-day reel challenge with someone. I don't remember who. Or like basically make one reel a day, whatever. It was fun, I think, at first because one, not that many people were making reels at the time. Mm-hmm. And two, like you could be creative and things hadn't been done yet. But now, like you said, it's all it's all been done. And it's if you don't post using a trending sound or um doing the stupid day, you know, if you don't follow what Instagram wants you to do, they don't show it to anyone. So then it's kind of like, what, why should I make the time or spend the time to, to create this content if it's not going to be shown to anyone? And that's the most frustrating part with me. When I, I make, I don't know, between like a hundred and $200 a month, uh, with a real bonus. I just, every month it like resets itself. Mm-hmm. And part of me hates that I do it, but like at the same time money is money I guess and I I mean you can correct me if I'm wrong I don't think I've really made too many cringy reels like I I try to stay (laughs) no like that's that's a good thing about you not (laughs) that came out wrong like with you I appreciate your reels because you're not doing like the same audio that you hear over and over again like you're not doing the money don't jingle jingle folds. Like you're not doing <laughs> that stuff like that. In my head. <laughs> I know, but like you still take like you, like you're really good at like finding something throughout your day and being like you know what there's an audio for this I heard like yeah and and applying it to what you're doing. Whereas it's not just like oh here's a trending audio um with just like a word and be like oh look at the caption to find more you know like things like that like you make it you make it enjoyable. <laughs> I yeah, feel like I'm just try, bashing everybody like, that's like conforming to Instagram right now. I'm not, but it's not your fault. <laughs> it's no. not your fault, but it's, like you're, you're good at it. If you want to like grow on Instagram, I don't know the last time that I have gained followers. Like I am on a steady downward trend, which it's fine. I'm not selling anything on Instagram. I'm literally just here to share my story. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't bother me all that. Like, it doesn't bother me that I'm losing followers, but it it just bothers me that because I'm not like conforming, you know, we're not conforming to what Instagram wants. Like our content doesn't get as seen, I guess. But I think the most frustrating part for me is if I try to do um, a reel or a post with like informative, good, hearty content. and then no one sees it it's like it's it's frustrating because it's like wow I just spent all that time and no one even saw it so maybe I need to be on a different platform or maybe you know you need to do something different but at the end of the day too I think we both have really awesome communities that Mm -hmm. like yeah we might not be reaching the masses but we at least are still in our community and like we still have something to I don't contribute know, to hold on to. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's frustrating because you want to reach those consumers. You want to reach like people that are curious about agriculture. And that doesn't always happen just because 
you know, Instagram isn't, you know, showing you on like the explore page and stuff, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think the the most annoying thing is just everything is like been done. Every it, it's just, it's just stale. Like I yeah, like how many times can I watch that wiggle wiggle dance? I a lot. I mean, I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah, it's hilarious. I'm, but it's funny. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a like because it's funny, and if I know, but what like, value does that give you? It doesn't give me like for me. That's what I like so much about Instagram is because like I came here to learn, and it was such a good educational platform. At least that's when I started following like the ag community on Instagram. Like I was learning so much because like I've said this before, like I'm so sheltered to my world. I didn't know like anything about the dairy industry. I didn't know anything about like row crops. Um, so to come on here and, and learn that from an app was pretty cool, but, um, that's kind of like my biggest problem. I talked about this last week too, is just like, I don't, I don't feel authentic anymore when I'm not sharing like cranberry content. Like I, I'm trying to like find my new role. I guess on Instagram because I'm not working as often. So I feel like I can't post anything if it's not cranberry content. I mean, like it's in my freaking name. So what am I, what am I supposed to do? I don't want it to be, I don't want to like overshare my, my kid because what happens when he grows up and he's like, mom, why did you, why were you sharing all these baby pictures with me? I don't want that out there. Like then I'm going to feel bad. So what, 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 what else do I share? Like nothing. So <laughs> It's like, I don't want to be stuck. Yeah. Oh, can I? I Yeah, I do. Can I just share my experience with that? Yes. Um, so I was exactly like you before I had Sophia, it was all farming all the time. And after I had her, I, I really wasn't, I don't know. I didn't, I, I was like you, I didn't know what to post. I, I, didn't know if I even should be posting her or if like I should just have kept with the farming stuff and I don't remember I maybe had like I don't know 5,000 followers I don't remember how many I had but when I started sharing both farming and Sophia I I feel like I gained a whole new community of people because you know, when I was sharing about farming, honestly, I was sharing to other farmers. I like, I wasn't really bringing in consumers, you know, I had some, but like, I wasn't really reaching other consumers. Like I thought I was, you know, Mm -hmm. but you know, they always say don't preach the choir, but that was exactly what I was doing. I think that's what a lot of farmers do. And I think that's important yet to, to be able to network with other farmers and learn new things. But when I kind of brought motherhood into it, that's when I started connecting with other mothers um, and then being able to share, you know, dairy farming with them. And because obviously, you know, new mothers are worried about what to get, you know, what to feed their kids and like milk and, you know, you hear so many different things. So it was just, it was nice for me to be able to give my perspective on the dairy industry to new mothers. Um, So I'm not saying like, obviously I, I understand that, you know, you don't want quarter to like not, uh, you know, be mad at you or whatever. But at the same time, I almost feel like social media is, it's just going to keep evolving. Like mm-hmm. it'll be a, it'll be a normal part of their life. Yeah, uh, that's true. And, and it all just comes back to like 
finding, I don't want to say like finding my new identity, but kind of like, it's just a whole new ball game. And I don't know the proper way to juggle it all yet. Um, so that's, that's been kind of what's been holding me back. I think it's like, well, I don't know how many posts about Porter can I post in a row before it starts to get weird. <laughs> I don't know the right word, but like, well, I you think know, they say that you're supposed to have like three pillars of content uh for what you do so I mean you've got your cranberries and you've got porter and I've got my cat she's sitting right here and you've here. got your cat oh yep hello there she is. oh hello <laughs> she so stinks. it's not like they they say three I don't know why three but three is like the magic number so I I think whatever you choose to do obviously it needs to be what you're most comfortable doing but I don't think I mean, we're all here for the Porter content. Let's be real. Has I mean, anyone okay. complained? No, no. But okay, <laughs> his hair right now, it's so good. It's the exact same color as my hair right now. And I love it. I hope it doesn't change. It's so fluffy. I love I guess, how it's always like sticking up. It's so cute. <laughs> I guess Dan's hair used to be that way from like when he was born until he was like 10, maybe. It was just always oh. sticking up. <laughs> But he also has like a really dry scalp. So we put in like this leave-in conditioner. I think that really amplifies it. If you don't know what I mean, like go look at my, go creep on the Porter pictures. That's what they're there for. But yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that's been kind of what I've been struggling with right now is like what, what to post because like you said, unless if it's doing like a trending audio or you have to do so much research to like put into this little video that you know, it's probably not going to get as many views as it used to, which something else, I don't know. Like, it's all just so much change. And it's like, is it even worth it? Is it worth your time and effort? Um, if people aren't going to see it, if they're not going to learn from it, but then you have to kind of like, remember, well, if you can reach one person, you're changing, like you might be changing their opinions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, it gets so frustrating. It's, yeah. That I've, yeah. I, yeah. It does. So I don't know. Um, social media for me has just been kind of, I'm just there to creep right now. I'm there to like watch, (laughs) watch everybody else kind of do it. And, uh, I just, I just feel like I just have to either accept the change or find a new platform for a little while. Like TikTok is fun, um, because it's just a lot more people. Like you don't know what you're going to see when you log on to TikTok. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just I feel like true. everyone. It's interesting because like TikTok, it starts you off on like random people, Yeah. you know, rather than like Instagram, all you see, unless you kind of go to the explore page, all you see is the people that you follow. And I think that gets old sometimes. I mean, I like mute people a lot now. <laughs> Dan. Okay. Dan's downstairs watching Porter right now. And he sent me a picture. He's, oh, where's your camera? a clothes basket <laughs> yeah he threw a clothes basket over porter <laughs> i don't hear crying so yeah he's he's fine he's just contained but yeah like like tiktok like their algorithm is scary accurate because you'll get stuff and you're like wow i didn't know other people did that like how do you know <laughs> i do that like why are you showing me so many possums and raccoons on tiktok why do you know that um yeah like it i don't know it's, it's crazy to me because you don't know what's going to take off on TikTok. 
And, and when it does take off, it's like, how did it reach this many people? How are you getting this many views? And it's all like younger kids who don't know anything about farming and you'll get comments like, like, I don't know people. I, I think the people on TikTok are just like funnier, but also meaner. The youths, yeah. the youths are who you're targeting on TikTok and they're just a wild card. Anyway, um, I don't know. I think, I think Instagram is getting too like money, maybe too fake, oh. like too, too, like <laughs> it's, it's so easy. I don't know. What's the, it's just so everyone's it's after the authentic and everyone wants the money out of it because like all these brands are, are shifting their marketing from like commercials and like normal advertisements to influencers. And like, I don't know who it's harder and harder to like see who you can trust on Instagram when they're pushing products. It's like, well, are you just pushing this because you're getting paid to push it? Or are like, do you genuinely enjoy this product? Like, that's kind of what I enjoyed about Instagram too, is like going there to find like what products other people are using, um, either on or off the farm. And now it's like, well, are you just saying that because you're, you're selling it for them or like, do you, do you like it, like it? So I think a lot more people are trying to like go towards these companies and make money. I mean, rightfully so you're doing a job by like social media is kind of a second job and you want to get paid for it. So it's just like, everyone's trying to reach like this clout level and what happens when you get there? Like you can, like, we've talked about this before. You can see like people transform on Instagram, like their habits you can see them like start off one way and then, you know, you blink and then they're like a completely different person online because they just get so wrapped up in, in brand deals and, and like making it less authentic to them and more targeted. Is that the right word? Yeah. More, like a, more salesy. Shape shifting into who they have to be to get sales. And, and to get the views. Do you ever, I know I do. I'm like, should I be doing that? Like, should I, yeah. should I be trying harder to like make money on this app? But I don't want to be like that though. I, I want to use products that I like and I, if I can get paid to promote them, you know, but mm-hmm. that's cool. But like, you know, Igloo, if you're listening to this, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you right now, like, I am ride or die igloo coolers. We have, we are like exclusively igloo coolers. <laughs> I was like, you know, I should try to reach out to them. I don't know, do something fun with them because we use them so much. I've emailed them twice, two different emails, message them on Instagram. I take them and shit all the time. And I, I would be the perfect ambassador. But you know, I bet if I like, I so th- this is this is what would bug me if I were to message another cooler brand and be like, hey, let's mm. let's have a collaboration because that's not authentic. That I don't I haven't used your cooler for years. Like at this point I'm yeah. just looking for money. And that's the frustrating thing. Like you obviously want to use stuff that you're you're previously using. And I think some brands that does that does matter to them. Like they want they want to work with people that authentically use their brands and like um, yeah you know but that's obviously not always the case I mean I guess we should 
we should say that like we do work with brands. I shouldn't say that like everyone that works with brands is the devil <laughs> by any means. Cause like we do, but I feel like you and I are on the same page that we want to work with brands and companies that we truly do love and enjoy because it's just makes our, any posts that we do for them seem that much more authentic. Like, I hope you guys know that like Becca and I, we really do like quick trip. It's not like we're just <laughs> going to quick trip all we the time. Really are obsessed. We really are obsessed. And like anything that like, I don't want to speak for you, but like anything that I like promote, like, I really like it. I don't work with many brands, but the brands I do work with, like quick trip, like Carhartt, like I, I really do like their stuff. I've been using their stuff for a long time. It's not like they just contact me out of the blue. Like, Hey, do you want to do this? I mean, like, yeah, yeah. but y- you know, like we're, we're trying to be as authentic as possible. Um, and I feel like I could say like- my very first brand deal, it wasn't inauthentic, but I would not have done it again. And I, yeah, I'm glad I did. Cause I learned so much from that. I was like, say, you got to learn. Okay. I need to, I don't even want to like give them away, but I just, I learned a lot. Like, don't just say yes, because, oh my gosh, someone wants to work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make sure it's a brand that you have used. And if you haven't, and like still want to try, I would be like, okay, send me the product for me to try. And then I'll decide if, if this is something I want to do, because that would have been a game changer for me. Um, but I think we'll, we kind of have plans to maybe talk about working with brands uh, in a different episode. Um, so we won't go down that rabbit hole, but yeah, I just, I think there's a, a point of, you know, working with brands and doing so authentically and then just trying to make a quick buck on Instagram. And I, like you said, it, it's, it's hard to know if people are actually using these products or if they're just getting them, like taking a picture of them and then they're on the back shelf. Like, yeah, I don't know. And that's frustrating for me, but because like a lot of times, you know, if I see people that I am friends with or friends with on Instagram like using something I'm like oh does that really work good Mm -hmm. and you know I always ask them even if they have a link and say they like it I'm like no really do you like actually like it (laughs) because I I don't want to buy something that's like a piece of junk or Mm -hmm. you know and that's another thing with Instagram like how much useless stuff do you buy just because you saw someone else use it because of social media like for me Mm -hmm. bing 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 that's one of my bad habits. I just buy shit. I buy stuff because like I see other people using it and it looks cool and I get it. I'm like, the hell is this? (laughs) You know, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Again, if, if you want to use work with brands, good for you. Like I'm happy for you, but like, for me personally, like Instagram was like my little escape to be, that was like my little creative escape. And now that like it's taking away your creativity almost, it do, it's not as fun and I don't feel as authentic. So I'm not posting as much as I used to because I just don't feel authentic conforming to the trends. Like that, okay. like if I'm if I'm in a silly goofy mood, then yeah, I'm gonna make a silly goofy reel, but I don't feel like that all the time. Like I wanna I wanna educate. I don't wanna be dancing on, on Instagram. 
all the time. Like we did once. And that was way too much work <laughs> trying to oh, learn. That was, that was, was awful. hard. That was okay. Cringy, but fun. Yeah. It was, just, it was a one-time thing. Yeah. yeah. You had to. Um, I will say, so like, you don't want to conform to the, to the norms of Instagram and stuff. And I, I think I had the most fun filming my recent reel with the fanny packs. Like, <laughs> I just, it was, it was stupid, but it like, I thought it was of good. It when, um, when Courtney first like had purchased her new fanny pack and I, I needed to buy one for the farmer's market. So I, I told her I wanted to find the audio, um, from like Mean Girls. I don't know if it's actually an audio, but it's for Mean Girls when it's like, I saw Katie Heron wearing something. So I went and got so-and-so. And I, I told her I was originally going to make that one. Um, but then I I heard the hey shark sound or hi shark, <laughs> however it goes. And I was like, oh my God, do you want to do a reel together? And that was the most fun. And it actually got a ton of views. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like, it was pointless, but it brought fun back to Instagram. So like it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you um, need to be like in a silly, goofy mood, but like you can't yeah. do that all the time. And it just like, you could tell you were having fun doing it. Whereas like other people are just like, oh shit. Like, I got to remember the steps. I got to remember blah, blah, blah. And it just doesn't just push it out content to, to get content. the algorithm to notice you. Mm-hmm. Stale is what is is the word that I'm going to stick with yeah so yeah if if you've I don't know I don't know if people notice like if you don't post as much but if you've noticed I haven't been posting as much that's kind of why I'm just trying to find a groove again I don't know I've been doing YouTube have you yeah I well okay I just did the third I uploaded the third video I've got like Joey is a filming machine. He loves it. Um, so he does most of the filming and then I like edit it. Mm-hmm. So, but I want to make more like YouTube shorts, which is like reels, but they can only be 15 seconds long, which is like, obviously what. I thought you could do up to a minute. Oh, it's, it's exactly like reels. Yeah. It's okay. exactly like reels. <laughs> I'm going to change the setting because <laughs> I could only figure out how to do 15 second ones. And I was like, oh, oh. this is going to be harder to get used to. Um, but I don't know. I think maybe because it's a challenge, like it's something, not that Instagram's not challenging, but it's just, it's new. It's a new thing. It's not, um, I don't know. I don't like scroll on YouTube very often. We watch it before bed. Like there's a couple channels that we like to watch. Um, so yeah, I just, I would enjoy YouTube. I think you can do stories on YouTube. Um, you do stories on TikTok too. Can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I don't know. I feel like they're all kind of trying to mesh together and be the same. So I guess we'll see who the last man standing is, but <laughs> Jackson's awake. So we better wrap this one up. Okay. Um, wh- what's your YouTube channel name? So people um, can go Toby, find you. Toby Family Farm. Perfect. Yeah, go subscribe. Um, I think I have 71 subscribers. Joey really wants to get to a thousand so we can monetize. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that might take a little bit there, hun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. Um, but yeah, thanks you guys for listening to our little rant. Hopefully that, that just lets you into our minds. Let us know if you're feeling the same way. Yeah. Or if we're totally off base. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or like what your experiences are with Instagram. If you're having like the total opposite, if you're loving it, let us know because maybe we're just so one-minded on this that we can't see the other side of it. So let us know what your thoughts are. Um, I didn't even check to see if we got any voicemails this week. Shoot. Um, we'll, we'll check them for next week. Yeah, we'll check them for you next week. You can leave week. us your opinion too in a voicemail. Yes. We, yeah, yeah. Scratch the DM idea. Like leave us a voicemail. Go to, I'll link it in our, our show notes as well. It's speakpipe.com slash forward farming podcast. I think something like that. You'll find it. Or if you go to um, our website, which is forwardfarmingpodcast.com. Um, it's a top little link on there that you can click and it'll take you right to it. And all you have to do is just like click a button, um, leave us a little voice memo. You can leave it anonymous. If you don't want to say who you are, that's fine. Or if you want to say, we'll give you a little shout out too. Um, but do that, do it. Cause it's really fun for us. <laughs> don't be a lint licker. Don't be a lint licker. Go leave us a voicemail. <laughs> um, if you're not following us on social media, you can follow us at Forward Farming Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube. And you can follow Becca over at Becca Hilby. Um, go subscribe to her new YouTube channel, uh, Hilby Family Farm. And you can find me over at Cranberry Chats. Um, and if you haven't left us a rating and review yet on Apple Podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out, especially with the rankings. And hi, Jackson. Oh, look at those eyes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if you haven't left us a rating and review, we would really appreciate it. And I think that does it for this week. And we'll see you next time.